Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, little children, dogs and cats, you know, it's amazing we are dealing with new software, new cameras, we're editing and making a lot of changes to the show, studio, and etc. It's going to be a lot of changes going on for the good, Um, it's going to be fantastic, we're going to have a lot more reach to a lot more people, um, a lot of great audience. We're going to have a lot of great special guests, a new transition, especially when season two starts, but don't don't fret. We'll let y'all know about that. Yeah. So real quick, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to do our intro video, and then after the intro video, we're going to come right back. So just stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. In the building. Um, so you know how we normally do. We usually do books and business segment, but because we have updated our streaming software, because we have updated cameras and studio and doing all the transition of things, um, we are do not have the books and business segment i will say this go to zowhatmasterclass.com it's only 89 dollars to get his masterclass. it is still available at zowhatmasterclass.com i love the way the williams um, perspective on relationships is i view him as a master teacher because in every situation he makes sure that you identify yourself and stop pointing the fingers at others um, and I love that about him. It's wisdom in that. Also, um, don't forget Penelope Jean Hayes in her book titled "The Magic of Viral Energy," um, or what we say, "Move." It definitely offers a fun and compelling narrative told through like true stories, kind of short stories though. Um, it's messages for seekers, those um, who want to squeeze the lemons out of life and discover their full potential. You definitely want to get this book. Also, go to imzowilliams.com and get the relationship dismount, how to stick the landing when exiting a toxic relationship. Oh, that sounds good. Yes, that was his first book. His second book is The Holographic Relationship. You definitely want to grab both of those books. The relationship dismount. I um I got it, and um I I just want to say, man, he breaks down some stuff. It's a type of book that can be used in like a small group mm-hmm. study guide attached to it. You know that kind of stuff. It's real, real good, real powerful. Um, for those that are humble enough to be teachable. Those <laughs> that are humble enough to be teachable. Um. Ideal thing. And uh, I also want to say that um. You can also call into the show today. The number to dial is 516-531-9828. 516-531-9828. 
or you can catch us on the Podbean app, www.chewradio.podbean.com. You can go there, download the Podbean app. We are on Podbean. Um, Starting in January, Podbean will be advertising our show to all 14 million of their subscribers. So we definitely will have new people listening to the show. And yes, I paid Mm. for the advertisement. We're getting up there, y'all. We're growing. Yes, I am a Podbean Elite Membership subscriber, and I paid a fee for the promotion, like normal businesses do. They do. Which you watch on TV and hear ads on radio shows. Those are paid slots. Um, they are. Moving on, I also want to... Shout out the little homie Rizza Islam. Get his book, Message to the Millennials. Mm-hmm. Um, very powerful. Has a lot of things, evidence to conspiracies that your government has placed upon you. Um, it's not new information. It's true information. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I am still working and I am 54% done. True Noble Truths. 54%. True Noble Truths. I am 54% done writing it. Um, It is a guide to self-enlightenment. In other words, it is a guide for you to enlighten yourself about yourself. Not about other people or situations you've been through, but yourself. Your damn self. How to heal yourself. How, let me say this again, how to heal yourself. But aren't you supposed to just wait and just pray and then hope that everything just happens? No. Oh, okay. Because you can pray, but if you put in no work, your prayers are dead. Oh, man. Also, True Nation, season two, I'm just going to give you all the the, the title of season two. It's going to be amazing. It's called The Gentleman's Table. The Gentleman's Table. The Gentleman's Table, yeah. Oh, it's going to be so powerful. That whole season, I have I have people coming in. That's, it's going to be so freaking amazing. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I want to smack somebody or, or what. Like, it just... I will say I'm very excited for season two as well. Really? I'm very excited. Yeah. Oh, yes. This is a uh, gentleman's table. Shh. I have some brand new Yakub in here. Get my little Wilson get... cigar. I, mean, I just put a look so I don't light it because, you know, health insurance may be watching. <sighs> Can't wait. I'm about to wow. come with a suit. So, um, also, um, go to trueradio.net. I actually am working on updating and redesigning the website um, because the website um, isn't the way I, I envision it. I just wanted to throw something out there to uh, get get started because as long as it's in here and not out there, it's never going to happen. Right. So I would rather have something started and then, uh, as they say, renovate it. Mm-hmm. Than to not have something started and say that I was making big. 
Um, also, um, shout out to my man, Fat Man and Tunnel Vision. Um, you know, I, 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 asked, I asked him to send me their logo and their mission statement and vision statement. But because they do such great work in the community, I did not want to give them a lackluster promotion. Mm-hmm. So I will be promoting them on my on the social media platforms all this week, as well as next week's show, mm-hmm. um, because this is all new studio software that okay. I'm getting mm-hmm. used to, um, because I'm the type of radio host that likes to um, produce his own show. That way I don't have to worry about someone telling me what I have to do or what I have to pay or Facts. if I have to give something weekly. Huh. Um, I am the true definition of a man's own boss. Mm-hmm. Um, just wanted to throw that out just there. Just put that out there. No, I, why I don't, don't you? I make my schedule. The schedule doesn't make me. Um. Anyway. Oh, my God. Um, what else do I want to promote? Can you promote yourself and introduce yourself to the people? We didn't introduce ourselves and do our AKAs. I'm a little sad over here. <laughs> it's not time for your AKA yet, yo. Will we open up the show? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to stay over here. And just... Please. Okay. I just want this the people to know who you were. Books and business. Okay. See, this is what happens, ladies and gentlemen. Where you have a lot of AKAs you want to share to the world. And I don't. I said you to share yours to the world, be gross. There's another uh, thing I want to promote, and that's trueradio.net forward slash store. Buy our yeah. merch. It is the beginning of a lar- of a long process. We will be having quotables. Mm-hmm. And we got quotable. Like hot monkey lava. Hot monkey lava. Yes. We, we, we got some quotables. Um yes. I just want one that says there's fantastic and then there's fantastic. That's all I ask. That's all, oh That's all I ask. We might do that fantastic. just for you. We might just do that merch just That's for you. That's all I want. Or just fantastic on the back. That's Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to dive into a new segment called Chew and Choke with the proper introductions and all that. Um, Damn. You know, today's topic, I want y'all to think about it. Mm -hmm. What's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Have you really sat down and thought about the decisions and things you've done and have you asked the question, what was the point of me doing it? What was the point of that happening or manifesting in my life? What's the point? What's the point? Why are you here? Who are you? Who Where did you come from? Who raised you? Who raised you? Be right back after this quick 2.2. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and cats, we are. It is your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chuna, aka Mr. Check My Resume, aka Mr. I actually have receipts for what I do, aka Mr. I really do community work, 
as well as deal with a lot of other things. AKA Mr. I'm on ball. AKA Mr. I'm married. AKA Mr. I have five children. AKA Mr. I have two cars. AKA Mr. I have a new puppy. We're just going to take that last A off. Okay. Um, AKA, and I'm here with my co host. It's your boy, Mr. Grant Tastic, everyone, aka the professor, aka Smooth Crown. Yeah, boy. AKA Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. AKA Can I Chew Woo Woo. It's time for the chewing poke, y'all. Uh oh. Can I Chew Woo Woo? Woo 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 Woo. Y'all already know what it is, all right? This is the Chew and Choke segment on the show. This is where we bring up some local topics going on in the past few weeks because, you know, we, we were gone for a minute. Now we're back with the job. Uh, so we're going to bring up some topics. If the panel loves it, they will chew on that. If they don't like it, they, they will chew on, on that. that. And hopefully, hey, can we chew? Woo, woo. <laughs> I feel like that needs to be my name. Yeah, yeah. Can we chew woo woo? Oh man, that's gonna be the same song. Season two. That was some hot monkey lava. Hot monkey lava. Yeah. Season two. That, that's that's the theme song. Can okay. we chew woo woo? All right. So, you know, it's been a you know family time. It's been a Thanksgiving time. You know, the black folks when we get together, we love playing games. We love playing taboo. We also love playing Uno. And so this pops up with the Uno beef, the Uno beef, right? The Uh Uno beef. Do you have to say Uno out when you play your last card in Uno? You have to say Uno out. What do you think about that? People are saying that's the rule. You got to say Uno out. No, that's not the rule. Ooh, chill going, chill going. I don't know. People are live. You can do that. If If you want to, if you agree with that. Chew, put you on that. C-H-O-O, if you agree with that. If you disagree with saying Uno out, and Uno, put choke. I'm going to go ahead and say choke. I don't know. Maybe that's a house rule, but I don't think that is like the universal rule. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, don't, yeah. I believe that um, you don't have to say Uno out. I believe you just say Uno. And then you throw out your last card. Yeah. I, now you have to say Uno with your last card. That's the whole name of the game. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. You have to say Uno with your yeah your second to last card. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. But then you have to say Uno out. I don't know. I don't know. That's that. That's that's weak. Yeah. That's kind of weak. That's kind of lame. That's kind of lame. All right. But you know, it's one thing when you get family time together. That's you like know. the NBA changing to more of a European style. I mean, that's really what's happening though. <laughs> Uno out is black tradition. That's facts. I mean, well, ho, ho, ho. She said, oh, who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Uno out is black tradition. You have to say, okay, I will say that I don't think you have to say Uno out for the game. I think black people just say it because I have to throw a card down and be like, Uno out, nigga. That, that's what I think. I'll just really say, I'm, I'm out, nigga. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I'm out this, yo. Yeah, you done. But she's got the wild. You just drop like I'm deuces. Y'all thinking it's the rest of this mess out. I'm gonna go give me some turkey. Chopping Chomp, up the deuces. Deuces. All right. Speaking of deuces, now we're gonna take it to the restaurant. One of the owners was about to tell people to deuces out of his restaurant. I was hoping you had this on chew and chew. <laughs> hey. This is amazing. I love it. 
Tom, what's good, bro? Ah, so the true uh, true kitchen owner. My guy, what's good with it? Oh, my gosh. Con- confronted some of his customers uh, this week. Uh, he had a, his own restaurant. They okay. were having a nice time. Had a DJ playing. Okay. And, you know, some, some customers broke out in a twerk fest in his restaurant. Uh-huh. And my man did not appreciate that. He he said, wait, wait, wait what am I saying? He said he had, he, his restaurant was at a level of respect. That he asked for the men. So talking about the dress, the attire, the yeah, yeah. behavior. And so he was saying he expects that of the ladies as well. Now, was he right for confronting his customers saying, we ain't playing that mess in my restaurant? What do you think? Chew or choke? Ooh, you got to chew on that. Let me, say, Let me say this as someone who's actually owned a restaurant. That was very good restaurant called Kingdom Cafe and Lounge. Shout out to my mother and father. Um, yes, um, this was a restaurant that was in Odenton, Maryland, and it was a soul food spot. Before there was a lot of soul food spots in Odenton, Maryland. Um, anyway, and then King's Wings was off the chain, by the way. But let me say this. So the guy pretty much was like, yo, uh, the restaurant is... is a level of respect for the culture, for the people, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And y'all twerking, take that down to the other restaurant. Yeah. I respect that. Number one, he pays the bills in that joint. Facts. So if he don't want your money, if you feel like you can't eat his food without twerking, that is a mental health issue. Mm, I agree. I'm going to go ahead and let me chew. Woo, woo. I think that is definitely happening all, all second season. I hope people don't get annoyed at that. I, I, I completely agree. It is your establishment. Also, at the same time, we say, oh, why can't we have stuff like other folks? Then do stuff like other folks. Yeah. If he has What's my restaurant. We have this respect. Cool. That is what it is. Yeah. And, if yeah. You, and if, like you said, if you mad that you can't twerk and eat, that's your problem. That's facts. That's your problem. That's I mean, facts. Because, again, it's not like he said, "I can." all right, men, you can do whatever women don't don't twerk man level of respect for all people here this is our restaurant black folks let's unite all right that i just want to say this we have been duped into thinking that um ex jerk and twerk chicken so what (laughs) my man on instagram said jerk and twerk chicken no seriously though if, if you can't say that this is we men are held to a standard where if we express ourselves it's wrong um and we need to be held accountable i feel like the same should be for women if you want to twerk and things like that and you call that the freedom of expression if a guy smacks your butt and you don't know this guy then you can't take him to court. Mm. just gonna drop that right there mm, okay hold on hold on uh someone said on, on on instagram oh that's my that's the bro what's good man uh, that's the problem with people in the world nowadays that you're entitled to everything. That's a fact. That is very much that a fact. That is a fact. People think they're entitled to everything. everything. Yeah. If it's yeah. your restaurant and you know, you, you can't just be all right, my thing is this too. So ask these same folks, would you talk <laughs> in Ruth Chris? Nah, see. Yeah, well, that's the problem. That's the problem. And Some of them did, actually would. And if you did, do you think they would be like this is acceptable behavior in this restaurant? Yep. No, but you will still pay the hundred dollars for that steak, though. Right, okay. right, right, right. That's, that's what I want to talk. Okay, cool. Um, let's go to our next topic, y'all. All right, this one I thought was hilarious, though. All right, so especially my my, my bro here. Let's listen to this one. Okay, 
<laughs> so hold, hold on, hold on. Before you even continue, though, because I I, I have an issue because a lot of I be bringing the wrong topics on the you and Chelsea. No, no, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you have it, but I'm just saying. Oh, there you go. Yo, that is the that is the theme song. There you go. Wait. Um, no, a lot of I just feel like, I just feel like we we like even when the when whether you agree or disagree when the protests were going on, you had women in front of the police officers twerking. I don't understand this 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 new generation. That wasn't that. Uh, that wasn't our march, right? No, 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 it, no, it wasn't at the march that. No, no, it wasn't at ours. I'm talking about in different cities and states. Oh, okay, I was like, we it was like, it was like, like the, yeah, no, yeah, we wasn't focused. having that. Um, yeah, and, game on that. but I mean, and, and things like, first of all, this is why you. Now, I'm just say, I'm gonna just say this, and I'm gonna save it for the topic. Mm-hmm. This is why you can't have a healthy relationship with a significant other is because your definition of a good time is going to a restaurant and shaking your booty in front of people you don't know. Mm. You're going to drop it like that? Okay. Okay. They they did drop it like that. Yeah, they, they dropped did. Like yeah. I like the suit that came out. Shout out to Lizzo. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, so here's a quote that I saw on Instagram this week, and I thought this was hilarious because I try to play it back in my mind, and I think it's actually true. All right, boy. Oh, oh, hold oh. up. We got a caller. Oh, we got a caller? Oh, we got a caller. That's... Oh, can we choo woo woo? Area 210, <laughs> state your name. Where you calling from? Man, my name is Ant. I'm calling from Texas. What's good, bro, bro? What up, Brody? Let's talk to us. Are you calling in about? Are you calling in about what we just was talking about? Yeah, bro. I I got to, bro. That that was that that topic, bro. That that topic resonates with me a lot because. It's the it's the gift and the curse, you know what I mean? Like like mm-hmm. we want to be held to a certain standard, or we want people to respect us a certain type of way, but we don't hold the same respect for accountability for ourselves. You know what I mean? Whoa. Like Whoa. first of all, second of all, like at the end at the end of the day, like is that man's restaurant? You know what I mean? So so like he said, you know, excuse his French, but you know you don't like it, get the f out. Like, right, like, right. so, so prime example of, of that, you know what I mean? You know, I I mentioned a comment, you know, on IG about, um, you know, about people feeling like they're entitled and, and to everything in the world and like, okay, the, are y'all familiar about what happened, um, um, in Atlanta with the guy at the sushi spot or whatever? Say again, what happened in Atlanta with who? With, with the uh, the a guy, he was a patron at a at a at a sushi bar or something like that, a sushi restaurant, a high end sushi no, restaurant. No, tell us about and tell then, us about it real quick. Okay, so there was there was a guy in Atlanta. Um, he was a uh, he was a patron at a, at a at a sushi restaurant, right? And he had on like you know some probably like some some khaki pants, some cargo pants, you know. Uh, uh, I think he had like a um, like a polo type shirt, and then he had on some white Air Forces, right? Well, mm-hmm. there was a um, a white chick at the bar, right? She had on some like silver Adidas, right? So 
the the um the guys that were working there, um, some Asian gentlemen, they were like, Hey, you can't you know, you can't get in with those shoes. He's like, I can't get in with these shoes, you know, what's the problem? So they were like, Well, you know, we, we don't allow tennis shoes in here. He's like, Well, you know, she she's sitting right there and they, they had it on video camera and everything, they're like, Hey, you know, he's like, Man, she the the woman right there behind me, you know, she's got on Adidas, some silver Adidas, what's the problem? It was like, so we don't we don't allow you know we we can't let you in here with those shoes. So they're going back and forth, you know, he causing causing a scene, you know, and all the rest of this. And so he gets escorted out. Then the owner of the restaurant comes out. He's got like some some limited edition Jordans on or whatever. And he's like, nah, we can't let you in with those. And at the end of the day, I bring that situation up to be like, if your money is not wanted there, why are you still why are you trying to force these people to take your money? That is facts. facts. That is facts. Like, like, and I, I even, I even say that to, to, to you know, with, with my man who y'all are talking about in Dallas, you know, who, who, who called him out about the twerking or whatever. Hey, if y'all got a problem with how, I, how I handle my business, then don't spend your money here. I don't need your business. Right. That's right. What he, what he said. But, but like, like, like people, people again. That, that goes back to the entitlement thing that I was talking about. Is you know, people feel like they entitled. Hey, man. Like I don't if, if somebody don't if somebody don't want my business and that that's a two way street you know what I mean and like like just as them being you know as you being a consumer if if the people who is providing the service if they don't want your business you know then you as a consumer was like you shouldn't you shouldn't feel like hey I gotta spend my money here or try to force them to take your money like yeah. if, you're, if, if yeah. you're not being if you're not being valued then go somewhere else that's facts. Listen, before I let you go, though, I got a question. Always, man, always. Since you've known me, what is mm-hmm. two things you can say about me? A solid guy stands on his principles and um, family first. And, and when I mean family, I don't necessarily just mean, you know, blood relatives. I just mean anybody who he, who he considers to be family. You know what I mean? Very, very stand-up, very stiff guy. And until he proves, until he proves me other, otherwise, a thousand percent, not a hundred. <laughs> My man, listen, give the people your Instagram and where they can find your music at real quick before I let you go. Yeah, man. Um my name is Ambi the Hustler. I go by the Illest In It. Um, you can check me out on Instagram, uh, the Illest In It. Um, I got a website, theillestinit.com. Uh, check me out. You can uh, catch me on all the streaming platforms. Um, Ambi the Hustler, the Illest In It, man. Y'all go check me out. I'm, I'm definitely um, something different. Um, you know, I, I like to say, you know, I, I got I got a southern draw, but I'll give you some northern exposure. You know what I mean? Yeah. My man, listen, thanks for the call, brother. We're going to get up with you later on. God bless you, man. Peace out. God bless y'all, man. Y'all keep doing that positive work, man. Thank you, thank you. Man, that you on choke had people calling in. I know. I'm the brother can't get through the line. <laughs> <trying to chew>, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, that was a good chew and choke though. That was, that was fire. That was. And that, that was, was a good call. Okay. Let's go ahead and go. And All I right. didn't I didn't pay him to call in. Uh, oh my god. All right. Uh here we go. I gotta skip around. We took like twenty minutes on that. No, no, you good. This listen. When I own the platform, we do what we want. 
That's also true. All right. <clears throat> we, we own this ish. Okay. So our next question, our next chew and choke. Okay. And people also on live as well. Uh, uh, this EK, y'all can participate again. So chew. And please comment on Facebook because your feeling. your comments can be seen on the live stream now. And then also choke if you're not feeling that. All right. Chew or choke. Chew woo woo. Or you can choke. All right. All right, okay, let's go to this next one. Okay. Yeah, we we going we gonna get some dirty laundry. We're gonna talk about that. Dirty something, right. dirty, dirty. Is it okay for a woman to do a man's laundry, but not okay for a man to do a woman's laundry? Oh, what? That came up today. People were talking about What's that. up with yeah. these sucker niggas Is in society okay today? Woman? And actually, a woman posted it. This was from Queen Naja. She posted it that is it okay for a woman to do a man's laundry, but not okay for a man to do a woman's laundry. And her point was because that women have periods. And that's the reason why she said men should not do a woman's laundry. Some men. Let's see what they do. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, so what the live is saying. Listen, number to dial is 516-531-9828. 516-531-9828. If you're on the Podbean app, just call in. We'll take you as well. That's trueradio.podbean.com, which is P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. For those who can't spell, please call in. I'm going to say this. This what you think. I ain't going to chew or choke this. What, 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 what is it? Yeah, if you're watching via live stream, whatever, just type in chew or choke. Um, chew means you, you like it. Chew, choke means you don't. I'm going to say choke. Um, I wash my woman's laundry all the time. Why? Because I appreciate every single inch of her body. I will agree with that. I feel on the. On the I'm way. not. If if let's say if I wasn't married mm-hmm. and I was just messing around, I'm not going to have my laundry at someone's house, and neither am I going to do their laundry. Okay. I've I've never been that type of person. Yeah. So if you know me being married, mm-hmm. I'm going to do my wife's laundry. If it's my turn to do laundry, and it's like we take turns doing the laundry, it's just nigga, if the laundry need to be done, if I got, if I'm available, then what's gonna happen? Yeah, I'm gonna sniff them drawers. Okay, I can't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking about who's making and who's dealing out. Okay, oh, that... hold on. Someone on don't touch my laundry. Uh oh. You're going to have to call in and talk about that one. Oh, man. Please call in and talk about that one. Okay, but go ahead. What no, you but actually, I, I definitely say choke. I think uh, because I think sometimes when we talk about, like, especially in marriage, okay, like you said, like, when uh-huh. you date somebody, it's different. You got your own place. You got your own place. Yeah, yeah. It's different. Because you, you're married, right? Yes, I am married. You have successfully found one woman, right? Yes, correct. And you wasn't hoeing around while trying to pursue that one woman, right? Correct. Okay, I just want to make sure. I and definitely I have to say that because her friends are on live right now. Anyway, uh, it's called adulting. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, Derek, do everybody's laundry. I mean, it's also true. Yeah, I'm not doing like like my auntie's laundry now. Like my woman's laundry is different. I think also we got to get out of that narrative of trying to find the roles in the marriage when it's like stuff just got to be done. And I have a point to bring up that in our topic today too. So I'm not going to go too deep. Oh, that's today's topic. Okay, okay, okay. Hot monkey lava. Monkey love. Right. to the next one. So this was one that what I, I put on Instagram during the Thanksgiving break. Okay, uh, who should make a man's plate? His woman or his? I mom? see that. And overwhelmingly, everyone, women and men include, 
said that the woman should make a man's plate. So what do you think about that? What y'all think? Should a woman make a man's plate at, I guess, at Thanksgiving or family event? Like, what do you think? I'm going to say this from personal experience because I got five kids. There are times when my wife, because my wife actually knows how to cook. Let me say that again for this generation. My wife actually knows how to cook. She knows how to use the kitchen. Um, so at times while she's cooking and the food is done and she's putting certain things away or she begins to wash the dishes before she makes her plate, my mom would say to her, do you want me to make Randy's plate? Mm. And she would say either, yes, go ahead, or no, I got it. Or she'll be like, babe, are you hungry right now? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to make your plate? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, no, babe, you working, you good. She already knows. Mom, go ahead and make his plate. Mm-hmm. That means he's what I'm doing. I'm overwhelmed. Go ahead and make his plate. Or I'll be like, I make my own plate. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you're cooking, you're not obligated to bring me the plate. That's also a fact, though, too. Because for and and, and I mind you, because I used to have a restaurant, I also know how to use the kitchen myself. I know how to right and I know how to bring plates myself. But mm-hmm. to stay for your chew and choke, I I firmly believe it is the wife or the woman that you're in relationship with mm-hmm. res- first responsibility or priority should be to her first yep. to make your plate. If she's too busy mm-hmm. or she's handling your kids or whatever, then yeah, the mom should step in. Because mama's been making a plate since you came out the cooch anyway. Facts. No. I, I, I definitely agree with that. And, and I think that's actually a, a sign of respect that your mom asks him or ask your wife. Be like, all right, cool. Let me know what you need to do. Because that, that is a sign of respect. That's called a mature woman. That is a mature woman. Because some mothers will just will do that like spitefully. They'll be like, oh, I'm going to make my son's plate. You ain't going to tell me I'm not going to make yeah. my son that I think that is my man's plate. It is a queen respecting another queen. All right, so we're going to take it from the queens. We're going to go over and talk about the king, the king of pop. We are still talking about Michael Jackson. My man is gone. MJ is gone. Oh, man. All right. But a little, little, uh, you know, everyone's doing these podcasts and interviews. So everything is coming out the woodwork of just old stuff. Um, So apparently, Michael Jackson reached out to the game earlier when he was beef between 50 Cent. And asked him, would he be willing? And this is, there was beefing hard. Like when they, when they was beefing, they was beefing hard. Like they was trying to kill each other. Um, Michael Jackson called the game and asked him to squash his beef with Fifty Cent so that they can do a song on his on Michael Jackson's album. Um, so my question is to you, to everyone, everyone out there: Is it okay for another man or another person? To come between two people and ask them to squash beef. I think in certain situations, I will have to say chew on that. Chew if you agree, choke if you disagree. Can somebody, and they don't have to be as influential as Michael Jackson, but it can yeah. somebody come between two people who are, not, are beefing, and it could be street beef, because this has come up at a couple uh, times as well and on the show. Street beef is a little different than, you know, like, I'm just not feeling her. Can somebody... A third party come in and try to mend. I, I I will have to say, yeah, I do that a lot with a lot of the community and street work that I do. Um, you find that rival neighborhoods 
or rival gangs or whatever. Um, you know, it's it's long story short. Yeah, I agree with it. Okay. I think it should be. I think, however, there's a certain level where you have to be like, all right, this ain't going. Me trying to be in the middle of this isn't going to work. Um, you have to know if you're the right person for it. Gotcha. Oh, that's 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 very true. You know what I mean? Because it's situational. That's very true. You know what I mean? Because if some if I if I got an art with somebody and somebody I don't like is trying to mediate between the two of them. Yeah, they they. (laughs) I'm just letting you know, you know my. Listen, Uh, those who knew me before I became um, religious and all that know that I get down. Oh, okay, hold on. I I definitely say chew. I I I got you over there. I I would say chew, especially against Michael Jackson. If I want to kill somebody and Michael Jackson's like, Jason, I want you to be on my album. Don't beef with him. Jason, no. Yo, I would be like, I would drop the beef quick and be like, Michael, would you, I don't even know what you ain't playing tambourine. I don't care. Like, I, I, who is this Negro? Forget him. Um, but you're right. I guess it does. It. I would say it does take the right person, um, especially if you're not like. And I think you do have to have some kind of knowledge of the situation, you know, or mm-hmm. like a therapist. Mm-hmm. Someone uh, on live said choke, and that's how Emma efforts get knocked out or shot. <laughs> Hey, whoever said that, that was hilarious. Yo, that was hilarious. There's some gangsters out there, though. Yeah. I, I, I think it depends. Now, if Michael is just like, yo, I think Michael can make like war stop. You just be like, no, no, we are the world. We are the world. Okay. Oh, my God. Listen. Oh, my God. You got any more? I, I got I got more. Okay, <laughs> yeah, do, I got more. Do one more. Do one more. And then we're gonna we're gonna take a break and dive into the topic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If this is Michael Jackson, no, we squashing all these Okay. All right. So this one I, I again it was hilarious. All right. So my brothers on, 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 on live, please let me know if this is true or not. True or true. Please. Black men can't just say I love you. By itself to one another, it has to have a bruh, a cuz, or something else at the end. Again, I say that to be black men can't just say I love you to another black man by itself. It has to have a bruh, a cuz, all right, so something on the end. It can't just be I love you, dot. I say chew and choke. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who the individual is. Uh, I, I thought the skit was hilarious because it was like, yo, I love you, bro. Yo, I love you too, cuz. All right, man. And then they did the one without it. It was like, I love you. And he was like, nah, man, you got to change that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was wrong. Like, well, you got to change that. It was completely, I was like. <laughs> it was just like, I love you. No. It was just, he's like, nah, you got to change like, that. All right, man, take it easy. I love you. Ladies, too, let us let us know. Have you ever heard black men say, I love you? Just that. No bruh, no cuz, no yo, my dog, nothing like that. Just straight up, I love you to another black man. I, I tell people that are in my circle, the men that are in my circle, I tell them I love them every yeah. time I talk to them because I don't know when it's going to be their last day in this dimension. That's true. Um, they could, They could... Their physical body could die and their spirit can be transported to another dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, we call it the supernatural realm of the world, whatever you want to call it. 
So I don't know when that transition is going to happen. It could be by a racist police officer or it could be by an envious nigga. Um, could be by a tragic car accident, plane crash, or tsunami, or Italians wiping you out. Whichever one you want to go through. Um, um, Bruh. So <laughs> it could be that Rona. Um, but either way, I, 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 I make sure, especially nowadays, I make sure that the people... That I that I have in my circle, who I talk to at least once a week, um, I, I I let them know, hey, I love you, because at the end of the day, I like I like in in the figure of speech, I like to give people their flowers while they're here, gotcha. instead of waiting until they're gone. Now, if it's someone I have love for, mm-hmm. but if you was in the altercation, I would just let you get punished. Mm-hmm. I say, hey, I love you, bro. And I'm out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, what I mean? like bottom line. Oh, hey, cuz I got love for you, homie. Like, cool. Uh, people, I did. Uh, so one of my people was from New York, and it was like, nah, it's I love you, son. <laughs> I love you, son. <laughs> hey, what up, done? <laughs> Listen. Uh. Oh, snap, Taz. What's good? Listen. So we're doing a, a segment called Chew and Choke. And I want you to repeat the Chew and Choke real quick because Taz hasn't listened to us in a while. Okay. Shout out to Taz. What's good? So after you hear this Chew and Choke, I want you to call in and give your thoughts on it real quick, please. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Go ahead. So this one I just did? Yeah. Okay. All right. So statement online that says, black men cannot just say I love you by itself to one another. It has to have a bruh, a cuz, a son. A god, something's got to be at the beginning or the end. Black men just can't say I love you to one another. Wow. So it'd be like, yo, I love you, bro. I love you too, cuz. Yeah, I love you, son. Yeah, I love you too, God. And not, I love you. Yeah. So to my inner circle, I say, hey, man, I got, I love you. Maybe if I but, go so deep on that register, maybe I, I love, love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, bro. Actually, I think if you go deep, if you say, bro, either way, I'm still, I'm still skeptical. Wait, I have a chew and choke. Oh, you got a chew and choke? Can a man tell, and he's already in a committed relationship, can he tell another female? Ooh. Hold on, I think my wife. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a caller. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me. Oh, my wife's going. We got to talk about that one. We got a caller, y'all. We got a caller. Be patient. We got call us. State your name. Where are you calling from? <laughs> Hi. My name is Taz. I'm calling from heaven. <laughs> Did you just say you're calling from heaven? Okay, so listen, I got a question. We're doing a chew and choke segment right now. Chew means you agree with it. It's cool, whatever. Choke means uh-uh, not throw it in the trash. Tell Michael Jackson you said uh, um, so, uh, Mr. Grantastic um, said that um, can what, say it again. Oh, so yeah, so a black man cannot just say "I love you" by itself to one another. It has to have some kind of bruh, cuz, son, something attached, attached to it. They can't just be like "I love you." What do you thought? What are your thoughts on that? Oh. You're choking. Okay, so can if a guy is in a committed relationship with a woman right, and he had and he has uh, uh there's other females that he keeps around 
can is is it is it proper relationship etiquette for him to say I love you to another female that he's not related to? That he's not related to. That he's not related to. Okay. Without starting the argument with his significant other. Baby, let me know. Let me know. Without like, I love you, girl. Like, do they do they say like just straight up, yeah. I love you? Yeah, I tell my friends I love them all the time, and they tell me I love you all the time. Hmm. Wow, wow. Is there a difference between I love you and love you? Because we're about to introduce the topic, and we're going we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a two by two, and then we're going to introduce the topic, and we're going to come back with questions and discussions. So people, please call in. Um, it's going to be amazing. Um, also, um, the number to dial if you're calling, the number to dial is five one six five three one nine eight two eight five one six five three one nine eight two eight. If you're on the Podbean app, just click call in and we'll it we will accept you. We will be right back after this quick two point two. I'm not talking. Ladies and boys and girls, little children, dogs and cats, we are back. Is your boy Mr. Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that, aka Mr. I Started This in 2013, aka Mr. I Gave a Lot of People Platforms and They Chose to Do Other Stuff, um, aka Mr. Check My Resume with Real Thoroughbred Cats from the Streets and You'll See That Guy, aka Mr. I Have My Own Family, My Own Children, My Own Dog, My Own Car, aka Mr. My Credit Score, Having Yours. AKA Mr. I'm going to have a nice house before the end or the even the middle of 2021. AKA I just got brand new software and cameras and the studio is being updated. AKA why? Because I can do that because I have over X amount of thousands of dollars in my bank account. And I'm here with my illustrious co-host. It's your boy, Mr. Grantastic, a.k.a. The Professor, a.k.a. Smooth Criminal, a.k.a. I love you, bro, a.k.a. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, a.k.a. Do Your Own Damn Lawyer. If you can't take a week off of work, and Uh. if you can't take a week off of work, and it hurts and it doesn't hurt your finances, you are not your own boss. Okay. 
Where wrong? What's our topic for today? It hurts because that's if if you if you can take a week off of work and it does not hurt your finances, I can't with that. Then you are a boss. But if it hurts your finances, you're not a boss. Baby, let's go somewhere for COVID closes the whole world again. Listen, so um, I want to say that was not to regular employees. That's to people to uh, that claim to be entrepreneurs, but really you're. Not. That was for those people that front, not the people who actually have nine to fives that work hard to get their money. Mm-hmm. So um, for those who work hard and get their money and punch a clock, I have a lot of respect for you. So don't ever think that you're less than because you're the one who stems the economy mm-hmm. for those who front on Instagram. Um, topic of today's show is the topic. Um, what's the point? What's the point? The topic of today's show is what? What's the point? What is that? Blood the number point? to dial is five one six five three one nine eight two eight five one six five three one nine eight two eight. If you want to connect with us, go to www.2radio.net. C H O O radio.net. Watch us live there. Go to YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Follow us at True Radio. Listen, I have a question, Mr. Grantastic. What's popping? Because there are a lot of things that are going on now that are, have been extremely highlighted since the pandemic. Um, I call it the paydemic, but. Because if you know how to make money work for you, you know how to. Anyway. Um, who brings more toxicity to relationships, the male or the female? Oh, the toxicity of our city. Of our city. <laughs> Dang. Who brings more toxicity? Who is more toxic in relationships? Audience, you can call in. You can comment. Yeah, I need, Please. Y'all, to, I need y'all to comment on that. Co- talk to us. Who brings more toxicity to relationships, the man or the woman? Leave us. That, that hurts the soul. I feel as if, okay. Okay, hold on. Can I get a definition of toxicity first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get that. Let me get that. I agree with that, EK. What EK so, say? He's a damaged man. Whoa. That, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give the definition of toxicity. Okay. Because I want it to be a discussion. So I think that. I, I will agree. I will agree with my boy. All right. So I think that I think both bring toxicity, but like different toxicity. So I think that men, damaged men specifically, bring the toxicity of like inconsistency. Okay. So when a man is inconsistent, it drives the woman like completely bananas off the wall. Um, I, I, I will say that. So I will say from a man's point, from damaged men, they can bring that. Damaged women also at the same time. I would say the toxicity they bring in is when they haven't necessarily if, haven't dealt with past issues from other men. Okay. Um, and still trying to deal with it. Like I'm still 
like I'm looking at you, I'm blaming you for stuff that you did, and I'm trying to like find stuff like I, I'm, I'm investigating to make sure you're the bad person I think that you are because I think all men are bad. Okay. That's what I would say. And I, I think for men, it's just like men come in, their toxicity comes in when they're just kind of complacent and, and lazy. Uh, and they're like, oh, I got married. She's going to make my plate for Thanksgiving. Okay. Wash my drawers. I'm going to lay down the pipe. And that's the rest of our lives. Okay. And yeah, I would say that. Wow. <sighs> what do you think? What do you think? Oh man, this 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 is gonna be heavy. Cause, but you know, all right, now the the amount of toxicity, that's another thing too. Because I feel as if men is like men is like hit or miss. It's like either I cheated on you and the relationship's over, or I ain't doing nothing. I think women are have their toxicity has more dynamic to it. Like it could be the the spectrum is completely wide. Let me say this. Let's not go to the extreme. Mm-hmm. With toxicity. Let's break it down like this. Um, let's say that the toxicity is attitude, perspective on life, your response to your significant other, um, or um, let's say toxicity is not wanting to find solutions, but more so um, harping on, let's say this, being influenced by your friends, bringing their influence into your relationship. I would say influence from friends is definitely for women. I, I And, and, and men, I don't know, because I feel as I've gotten older, my group of boys has gotten smaller. And, like, for my wife, she still has a group of women. Okay. Right? Like, okay. So, like, they, they ride or die. Um, and the one thing I would say this is that, and, and it's not for my relationship personally, but I do know they they talk a lot about relationships. Okay, okay. They, they do, because, like, I'll come in the room, and they'll be like, hey, Jason, like, hey, what's poppin'? And it's like, they, they talk and talk it. Like, and they talk about everything. I right, mean, right. Men, we don't talk about everything. Yeah. Like, we'll talk about sports, you know, like, you know, how yeah, 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 you know, yeah. you know, what's good, you know, you try to start a business. All right, that's cool. But women talk about everything, which leads to influence. But also, at the same time, I don't think women, I think they can be influenced, but I also don't think they really listen to each other. See, this is going exactly how I want it to go. Listen, the number to dial is 516-531-9828, 516-531-9828. If you're on Podbean, go to chewradio.podbean.com. You can call in that way as well. Listen, okay, so with that last statement you said, let me say this. Who capitulates in relationships more, the male or the female? Define that word. Please. Capitulate. Who bends the knee? Who kowtows? Who who sub- subsides their know-with-all. You ain't got to stop, man. And I think that movies is that like movies show everything Christmas, right? Everything mm-hmm. is influenced to like bend the woman. Like the, the fact that happy uh, was happy, happy wife, happy, happy life, life yeah. yeah. Like that's the thing. There is no thing about happy men. Yeah, <laughs> there's absolutely none. 
So wow. the advice you get is just like, yo, if you want to keep her happy, just just listen to her. You're like, okay, baby, okay, baby. But at the same time, I feel like that's what causes the toxicity from the men's side is when you are constantly bending the knee and you have no feelings, no nothing in the relationship, and then stuff starts to crack and leak. And then that's when you got problems, problems. And then that's men's toxicity right there. What is the point of someone capitulating in a relationship? What's the point? What's the point? Honestly, okay. I think the the generalization of the point of doing that is because you just don't want to be by yourself and you want to make someone happy by appeasing them. But I think there is no point in doing that because then you're not happy. I think it's I and and I was but see but see it's relationships for the individual to be happy. No. No, but see, because aren't we supposed to find happiness within ourselves? We are, and I think, and that's the thing. So I think you can find happiness within yourself, but when you go into a relationship just appeasing someone else, you—that's not you being your authentic self. Mm. You're not happy if mm. you're not your authentic self. Okay, even in a relationship, and I think that's what, um, like kind of like how things are geared. That's what's focusing, like, are told to men. It's like the relationship has nothing to do with you. The wedding has nothing to do with you. The ring has nothing to do with you. Facts. The mom is just like going shopping for my wife's engagement ring. It's like, oh, we have this whole store over here for engagement rings. Like, where's the men's ring? Like, it's that little basket over there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's all y'all got. Y'all got that little basket over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you're yeah. just like, oh, you know, can I get an upgrade? It's like, nah, bruh. Um, that's it. But so, and we're taught that everything is geared for the women in a relationship. Um, that's what we're taught. But then I think that produces unhealthy habits and toxicity in that. Because because wow. honestly, I think from both wow. ends, because I think that the man is unhappy because it's like I gotta keep bending the knee for no reason. And not that there's compromise. There's always compromise in a relationship. But and then also at the same time, I think women start smelling like that's not authentically you after a while. Like some women will yeah. be happy for it for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. But like I like real women are just like, all right, all right, all right. This is not you. I'm not happy with even this fake you. How can, how can a man? Ooh, hold on. We got what? So, so provide on. comfort for their partner's insecurities. Ho oh, ho! Say that again. That, that was my brother. That was my brother. So the reason was that of like teasing is to provide comfort for their partner's insecurities. Oh, that was hot, monkey lava. Listen, I'm gonna take a quick two point two. When we get back. We're going to continue the discussion. If you're watching on Instagram Live, stay with us. Go to TrueRadio.net. For those who are listening in, dial 516-531-9828. Go to www.TrueRadio.net, which is C-H-O-O, Radio.net. Or go to TrueRadio.podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com, and follow us on there. We'll be right back after this quick 2.2. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, little children caught dogs and cats, we are back. If you hear any whining, I have a brand new puppy that's nine weeks in the background. Um, as I was saying, 
Oh, it ended. Share it. Um, as I was saying, um, the topic of today's show. I'm Mr. Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that, and I'm here with my illustrious co-host. It's your boy, Mr. Grantastic, aka the Professor, aka Smooth Criminal. And the, today's topic is what's the point? I have a number you guys can dial in. The number to dial is 516-531-9828. Go to www.churadio.net, which is C-H-O-O radio.net. Go to churadio.podbean.com, which is P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. Listen, what's the point of having a inner circle? Kick someone out of your inner circle when they do something you don't agree with. That's happened. What's the point of it? What's the point of having someone in your inner circle if every time wh- I'm gonna say this again? What's the point? This is the question at hand. What's the point of having an inner circle if every time someone in your inner circle does something you don't agree with, you kick them out mm. of your inner circle. So first, let's discuss the purpose. Um, let's discuss the purpose of, or the or the uniqueness, or the quality, or what is the purpose of having an inner circle, and then let's talk about. Yeah, man, the inner circle is uh, very delicate. Delicate situation. Very important, though. I think um, for your inner circle, the purpose of it should be people that, first of all, you can be vulnerable with. Like, the people who are closest to you, there should be some level of vulnerability between those people. Um, those are the people who help you in your in your journey of growth. They're not there to help you grow, but it's, they're a part of your journey of growth. Like, okay. inner, inner, inner circle. Okay. Um, those are the people who you can talk to, confide in, bounce ideas. Um, even when you grow and mature, you actually can, all right, we can do business together. Cool. Maybe, maybe not. They have their own dynamics, but these are the people you should have a high level of trust and love for um, because they're the people who you keep close to you. Okay. Not just associate. Like someone, like someone said on, on, on Podbean, your tribe. Your tribe, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And and that's why I was saying like the growth process because even if it's not just you, it should be obviously even for your family as well. Like if it's the tribe, the tribe, the village helps everyone grow. So that's okay. like the inner inner um, group. That should be the point. Okay. Um, people so, who keep you in check. That's facts. Yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. people that keep you in check or hold you accountable. But what? Can we say to this new generation that every time they have a disagreement with someone in their circle, they remove them from their circle? I also, I don't think that, um, okay, I think there's two things to it. I think you can, and, and this is what was uh, someone said online too. I definitely agree with that. There's, there's outgrowing, okay, and then there's just people you just had around you. Wait, stop right there. Mm-hmm. What's the point? I love this. It goes with the topic. Outgrowing. People mm-hmm. can can you I'm not saying that's the reason why that person said that. Mm-hmm. So don't I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is people use the word or the phrase I'm outgrowing someone as an excuse for their better 
or their lower or stupid stupid decisions they've made to ruin that relationship. In other words, I see where you're going. There's a part of me that's just like, I see where you're going. Because I see on the other end where are you going with that. I also see on like this side of it where there is a level of but actually, I don't know if I can say uh, no one EK. You know who I'm talking about. There is one that I can say that I did outgrow. <laughs> there is a one of my boys who is just like we. There was some and like you said from his side. If let me let me say it like this: yeah. How can you outgrow someone if you're still in the same spot? But when do you actually really like outgrow something though? Like how do you know you outgrew something? There's a lot of cats I grew up with. Because I was in the projects mm-hmm. And I was really running the streets And I was really into some beef And I was really doing some things mm-hmm. I can't hang with those same people I used to hang with Because I've outgrown That level of lifestyle Okay, so you're saying when you outgrow You gotta go Man, like okay. When you outgrow something yeah. it's, like, it's like pissing in the bed Versus pissing in the toilet Yeah at what age, or when you grow up to a certain age, is you no longer should be pissing in the bed. And if you if you pissing on the bed, then that shows a sign of lack of discipline or weakness in the person who's still pissing in the bed, who mm-hmm. should be mm-hmm. pissing in the toilet, or they have an organ dysfunction. That's also true. So you're saying that if you're outgrowing a, a, a situation, relationship, or a friendship, uh huh. There should actually be some type of growth, like to the point where like you are being removed. If you've been doing this, if you've been doing the same thing for the past five to ten years, and you say you outgrew somebody, you're lying to yourself. No, that's also fact, though. That's also fact. And if you truly outgrew somebody, mm-hmm. oh, oh, let me say it like this, because what's the point? The point I'm trying to make is this. If you... There you go. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, because that's... uh, One thing Wifey said was just uh, if people are using outgrowing as an excuse, Uh their actions will show that they really haven't grown. And they'll eventually show their actually true colors. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Outgrowing someone, or or, or, let me say it like this. When, when, When you... This is how you can recognize that you're beginning to outgrow someone is when you can present truth mm-hmm. to a lie that they believe and they still deliberately choose to believe the lie. Um, mm-hmm. Because the word belief literally means to give away the lie to receive the truth. That's mm-hmm. the etymology of the word belief. Mm-hmm. To give away the lie mm-hmm. to receive the truth. Be lie mm-hmm. or leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, we break down words on this show. Yeah, yeah. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> so and, Yeah, yeah. So if a person cannot give away the lie mm-hmm. deliberately they're still holding on to the lie and they're rejecting the truth. Mm-hmm. And if you are a person who's in the who's in a true pursuit of truth, mm-hmm. <laughs> the true pursuit of truth. 
then you cannot be entangled with someone who wants to be in a state of delusion. Mm-hmm. COVID. Um, <laughs> so we talking a lot on the show. So, so I believe at that moment you can outgrow. You can outgrow someone because they are decide. They have decided to stay in a stubborn state. Yeah. Someone who's unteachable, someone mm-hmm. who you help groom and now rejects that same hand that groomed them. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's the, it's biting the hand that feeds you. It's stabbing the person who built you up on the back. It's the person's shoulder you cried on is now the person you talk evil or have evil in your heart towards. Mm-hmm. It's that moment that you have to decide. It's the people, it's the black people who allows the FBI to flip them to give information on someone they love. This is, this, these are people that you can outgrow, but mm-hmm. you cannot outgrow someone who confronts your mess mm. or holds you accountable. Okay. Because Obviously, they're standing at a standpoint where they see your lack of growth, Mm -hmm. and they're trying to get you to grow in that area. Mm -hmm. But in our society, we think that once someone challenges us Mm. and we disconnect from them, we say we've outgrown them. Now talk to me. I feel you. I I do have a question, though, just for the the folks out there. Yeah. Okay. So in that situation, right, there's there's a level of that someone in that friendship would say actually did outgrow. Okay. Moved on. Yeah. Now for that person who may use the excuse of outgrowing, but really has been in the same spot. Now, let's say years go by, they start growing. They start realizing, Oh, my boy, your old, my homegirl was right. With some of the things, like you said, that accountability, it starts sinking in years later. Is it possible to mend that friendship or relationship later on? What do you think? I think that we talk about reconciliation in the wrong way. Talk to I think we talk about mending relationships the wrong way. I think that sometimes there comes a point where you can't mend the relationship back to where it was, mm-hmm. but you can mend the relationship to where you no, you no longer give opportunity to become enemies to one another. Okay. The, animosity the animosity is gone. The tension okay. is gone. In other words, I'm going. I, I respect you from a distance, mm-hmm. but you can no longer occupy the space in my life that you once occupied. Mm. Um, yeah. Now, now, do we do that in relationships, like intimate relationships? Like, do we? I, 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 yes, I think we do, and I think that's what hinders the relationship from going. Listen, listen, audience, yeah. people that's, <laughs> that's, like Jeezy and <laughs> like Jeezy and Gucci. No, that's that's not, that's real though. That's, that's real. Like but, we, we got to understand it, but if you be, if you are committed after that, if you're in a marriage and you're mm-hmm. committed to another person, mm-hmm. there are going to be times where you're going to have to go through something that's heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. But that in that heart wrench moment truly shows if you really was committed to that person or not. Oh, true. 
You see what I'm saying? If you can't face adversity with your relationship, whether it's brotherhood, fatherhood, sonhood, a significant other or whatever, if you cannot face adversity in your relationship and still hold strength Mm -hmm. to it, then it shows that you actually were in that relationship for self-gratification and not for the benefit of the other person. Well, well, well. So what's the point? That's... Mm. Ooh. Ah! Mm. Ooh. Ooh. That's what I'm talking about. You know, the number of the dollars five one six five three one nine eight two eight five one six five three one nine lava nine eight two eight. But see that's the that's the point. If when when does it ha- when does it happen? Um uh what what what's the point of see this is why I love Zoe Williams so much. Because <laughs> somebody just called you T D Randy. T <laughs> D Randy. Oh Hey, can you chew woo woo? Can you chew woo woo? Okay. So so let me say this. T D Randy. Wow. TD2. Hey, no cap though. Whoever said that, they do call me the rabbi. I am a Hebrew rabbi. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, no, seriously. Um, let's let for the audience sake, mm-hmm. for those that are listening and watching and etc. There was a time in our friendship, in our brotherhood, Jason, where we 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 were faced with adversity of are we gonna remain friends at this moment or not? Mm-hmm. And it was at that moment that we both, without even saying it to each other, realized this is a brother for life. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People usually run from that experience. That's very true. Because they use past traumas as a crutch. Yeah. I'm sorry. They use past traumas as a criteria mm. to judge current situations. What's your thoughts on that? No, actually, that is 110% true. I I think actually from our situation, Sip Subway, <laughs> I think from our situation, it was new. It was definitely new for myself because I felt as if it's one of the first times I could go to my brother and be like, hey, this and that, that and this, and he's like, and we can talk it out. Like, I it was actually one of the first times as an adult, I feel as if like, okay, we can have a little bit of conflict and we can talk it out. And I was like, and I actually had to step away and was like, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> was like, yeah. Like, like that was not the norm of having a conversation, having like, it wasn't major, but it yeah. was something. And we can leave and come back and just like, all right, this is how we just do our friendship. And that, but that was normal for me. Yeah. Because. My character is I accept people for who they are, not who mm-hmm. they pretend to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't I don't need an ideology of who you are or a representative or a messenger of who you are. I need who you are. Mm-hmm. And if who you are, see, one thing about me is I'm a viber. Mm-hmm. I can automatically pick up on vibes. My problem is I give people the benefit of the doubt when I already sense their vibe is going to betray me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when it happens, my emotions get involved in a sense of, dang, this hurts in the moment, even though I already knew you were going to do this. Yeah. It's the equivalent of how, how the scriptures in the Bible say, 
that Jesus chose all 12, but he knew one of them was a devil. And he was talking about Judas Mm -hmm. and how he knew that that was going to hurt him. He knew it was going to happen, but he didn't go through the experience of the pain, Mm -hmm. even though he knew it was going to happen. And sometimes people run away from the pain of things when I'm a firm believer that some pain is actually needed to push you out of your comfortable zone Mm -hmm. to let you know who you really are so that you can go to your next level. Um, I heard there's, there's a guy that I I call a friend. He's a, he's a, he's a Christian biblical scholar named Stuart Grease in national house of prayer in Kansas city. He says that Jesus made it to the cross by, by, by a few things. It was the God. It was God. Mm-hmm. It was the devil, mm-hmm. and it was and it was evil people. Yeah, and you need all three to make it to your destiny. When he took me, say that one time. God, the devil, and mm-hmm. evil people. You need all three to make it to your destiny. Uh, Jesus' destiny was the cross, according to the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Whatever our destiny is, you need God, mm-hmm. you need the devil, and you need evil people to push you towards that. Mm-hmm. But we live in a society to where as soon as you sniff the evil in someone, you cut them off. Yeah. And you're actually cutting off your growth when you do that. Mm-hmm. You allow the evil person to remove themselves. Mm-hmm. Judas hung himself. Yeah. He did. <laughs> and his bowels gushed out openly so everyone can see his folly. Mm-hmm. That's maturity. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's the point of trying to expose an evil person when evil exposes itself? It always does. Especially if you're good. Hold on, y'all. Hey, pup, shut up. Thank you. Okay, so evil exposes itself. Mm-hmm. And I'm ranting here, but I'm ranting for a reason because I'm building up to a climax. Mm-hmm. If evil exposes itself, then it means that good can also expose itself. Yeah, but because we live in such a fast microwave society, we don't allow pain to grow us. We allow pain to choke us. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's the point of life? What's the point of suffering if all you're going to use it for is as a crutch or a choking hold instead of a stepping stone? Mm-hmm. We're all going to suffer. Yeah. We're all going to be hurt. We're all going to be damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's which it's how you respond is what you do with that pain or that suffering mm-hmm. that brings about the purpose or the point yeah. of your life. Yeah. What do you say to that? No, and, and I definitely agree with that. Um, I think a lot of people, like you said, in this microwave society, we're trying to, trying to take so many shortcuts. To trying to get to such an elevated level, quote unquote. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. like you said, it's like if you're trying to, like you said, get fit, get in shape, get stronger, there's a level of pain that requires that. That's fast. There's a, a level of pain that requires to get stronger, Talk. to get, you know, more endurance. There's a level of pain. But now we're in a point where it's just like, oh, I want to get in fit or in shape, I'm just going to wear this waist trainer. And then that's going to shape me. And that's, and, and that's the thing is like, so it's like, I'm not even. I don't even need to go to the gym. I'm just going to get this waist trainer. Now, there's also people who do surgery, and I, I get it. There's some people who, with this food that we eat, yes, it does not melt off. The weight does not melt off. But at the same time, it's just like 
they don't even want to take the effort of even trying to get to go through that level of pain. Yeah. Also, I think and um and taking that to relationships, I think a lot of people are scared and skittish in relationships is because they're just scared of the outcome and they're scared of oh like I don't want to get hurt or and honestly I tell people a lot no nah, you're not scared you want to get hurt you're scared because you don't want people to find out who the real you is. Whoa. And you don't want people Whoa. to not like the real person. Whoa. Because, again, if you are authentically yourself and someone doesn't like it, kick rock, get out of here. Oh, well. But when you're going into a relationship as a fake person, as a facade, or like I'm doing the, the, the boyfriend-girlfriend package that we see in all the movies. Yes. You yes. Know, you're, you're, you're being someone that you're not because you want that person to like you. But that's not you. So you, you, you're, yes, you're representative. So you're not even willing to go through any suffering that could possibly happen. Again, if someone likes you or don't like you, that's okay. But we're trying to avoid all of that, which is your authentic avenue to your growth, yeah. for this microwave stuff. And yeah. I just think it's just causing more toxicity and more drama, really, than it's just like, just be you, do you. So what's the point? So, so what's <laughs> Dr. The- Miami on speed dial? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I seen something today. Fits right along on what the point. What's the point? Mm-hmm. Funk Flex mm-hmm. got liposuction, which is fine, mm-hmm. but he also got a Brazilian butt lift. What? What's the point? I just wanted to say that. I just top of y'all side. Women, hold on. You mean? <laughs> Like DJ Funk Flex, like drop a bomb on him. Yes. Yo, he's flexing already. Flexing for what is the point? Let me say this: What is the point of of stunting for social media? And we'll end it like this because we're gonna pick up this. This is part one. We're gonna do part two next week. Okay. What's the point? Of stunting on social media, mm-hmm. like your life is all together, when at the end of the day, you're sad, depressed, and alone offline. See, the pandemic mm-hmm. is given to mankind to position you to confront yourself. But what people have done is they've been trying to find an escape Mm -hmm. from really having to confront themselves, whether they're essential workers, Mm -hmm. whether they go to the liquor store and and buy that bottle to ease their way from from thinking of confronting themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some tips, Mr. Grantastic, that you can give? For those who really want to confront themselves, but they look around and say, no one else is doing it, so what's the point? Mm. Well, definitely the first thing I will say um, is that you, you got to want to do it for yourself, okay? That's definitely the number one thing. You, and not for other people. You have to do it for yourself. That's mm-hmm. number one, because then it'll be authentic. Um, number two, definitely start writing, Start writing and journaling your your thought and and look at them, examine them. Um, the reason why I say that a part of like um, 
guess my therapeutic process, you know, for uh, my wife, she just went through breast cancer again. And um, and so it was a difficult time, definitely for her. But being her husband on this time, or her going through that, mm-hmm. it's also difficult to process that. You know, this is my, my wife, my best friend, my lover, who is going through a sickness. And, like, I don't want to lose you. And it's yeah. like driving me nuts. But also at the same time is that what helped me was also just writing down, because actually I was able to really see how I was thinking, how I was feeling. Yeah. Um, so yeah. writing that down, it all yeah. really helped me to kind of, and it also helps you kind of carp, uh, carp, uh, kind of organize your thoughts. Because sometimes you go on a downward spiral, but you have to recognize, oh, I'm just kind of going through it. Yeah. It's, it's not really as deep and bad as I think it is. I'm just going through it. Um, so that's definitely number one. Um, and, and to see and expose yourself. Also, another thing is just stop watching other people. Put down social media. Put down television for a while and spend time with you. Spend, and spend time with yourself because if you, if you constantly have to keep the noise, and, and when I mean the noise, not like music, but like other people in your area, you can't be alone with yourself, then that's a sign that you are trying to run away from something of yourself. Um, so th- that's kind of like the beginning point. It's just like spend time with yourself disconnect definitely disconnect from social media because that is that's poisoning right there write journal get in tune with your thoughts if the internet was to shut down for 48 hours could you actually be okay with staying in the house and confronting yourself oh yeah a lot of people who claim themselves to be wise go to a search engine by the name of google to get their quick information because they've actually never picked up a book recently mm-hmm. and read to increase knowledge or study to increase knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and reading is also part, but you know, that's kind of heavy for some people. So you know, started off just, just, just so I'm going to do this. There are audio books. We got, we got three more minutes and we got a caller. I want to talk about if someone has gone through something like that. Caller, you're live on the air. Talk to us. Hi, Taz again. What's good, Taz? What's up? So, Taz, I got before you comment on anything, I got a question. The topic is what's the point? And I wanna say I wanna ask this question because I'm gonna let you be the last caller for tonight's show before we close out. Have you ever been betrayed and no, answer that first and then I'll ask the next question. Have you ever been betrayed? Yes. I mean, it really depends. There's multiple layers. There could be like last friends. Give us a real ultimate betrayal. Okay. Without giving names, give us a scenario. Where I don't know, it's hard to explain it. It's basically her not not being the wrong woman, standing up to, to her mother about like um something she, her mom felt about me that she knew not to be true. Oh, so 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 someone outside of your friendship questioned your character, and your and your friend decided to side with someone. 
instead of actually looking at the character that you've displayed to them. Absolutely. It's one of those things where it doesn't even like taking sides. It was just a matter of, uh, you know, character being assassinated. And uh, so long story, but uh, I mean, it was her mother at the end of the day. So I feel like I'm so understanding, like, um, some people are just more submissive, I guess. Uh, I'm a rebel by nature. So, like, my parents never, <laughs> like, cross that boundary, you know? And um, I just, I don't know, I stand up and I fight for the people I love. So, so what do you feel like was the purpose or the point behind you having to experience that level of betrayal? Um, understanding that uh, really just, I know this is cliche as fuck, but like not everybody has the same heart as me. Woo! Oh my, say that one more time for the listening audience. Realize that not everyone has my heart, so um, can't expect them to move the same way. Wow! It is what it is. Wow! That was powerful. Listen, Grand Tracy, you got any questions before we let we before we let her go? Oh man, uh, um, my questions have all been asked. So David, have you ever betrayed anyone? Ooh. No. I can say that with one hundred percent. God strike me down right now. No. So, have you ever been the toxic person in a relationship? Oh, I'm sure. Um, we all have negative, you know, traits that others just can't handle. Um, wow. I've never really, it's never come to like, you know, a point where it's like, oh, I just can't deal with you. You get out of my face. It's never escalated to that point. Um, but like, uh, I'm sure I have been. Mm. Okay. Grantastic. Go ahead. Nah. Um. So actually, one quote I was um, looked at online a little bit earlier this week. Uh, Waka Flocka was on a. Uh, I know I can't believe I'm calling Waka Flocka. I was on a podcast. <laughs> Waka Waka. Um, and he was and he was talking about how um, he really believes that parents need to actually start teaching their kids how to be better friends. Um, and there's got to be a level of experience. So it's like you're still the parent. And there's still a level, like a small level of friendship, but parents have to start teaching their children to start being better friends. Uh, what do you think about that? 100%. I have a four-year-old, and I, like, I pour into everything I wish my parents would have taught me growing up. Mm. And even though I turned out, you know, pretty okay, um, I like myself. I, I have a lot of respect for myself. And um, I, I just want her to, I want to tell her, not just think that, you know, she's supposed to assume and know, like, I assume that she knows all this stuff. So I tell her, be good friend, be a nice friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, treat others well. Like, so I pour that all into her because I do feel like parents play a huge role. Wow, wow. Listen, thanks for the call. Um, appreciate you. We're going to. Uh... You guys rock, man. I support y'all, man. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Listen, we the whole point of the whole point of the show is to connect with people all across the world to have a discussion and better each other. You know, at the end of the day, if we can't do that, then what's the point? You know. <laughs> Listen, thanks for the call, caller. Thank you. Thank you. Deuces, McDeuces. Bless you. Bless you. So listen. We're going to end the show on this note. Everything we said tonight 
You can like it. Mm. You can love it. Oh, yeah. But you definitely need to go chew on that. It's your boy, Mr. Randy Chew. Listen, next week we'll be here. Same time, same bat cave, same everything. ChewRadio.net, ChewRadio.Podbean.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Subscribe to all our stuff. Listen, we got merchandise on the TrueRadio.net website. Go get that. We got women merchandise. We got baby merchandise. We got mugs. We got men merchandise. We got it all. We got everything. We got everything. Listen, it's your boy Randy Chew, Mr. Chew on that. We appreciate you guys mm-hmm. listening to the show. We will see you next week. Deuces. Deuces, Deuces.